Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, a funny and sometimes touching emotional journey through uh, the lives of the two of us as we uh, mature. As we age. Learn lessons. Kate, have you ever seen this man? <laughs> this seems like a, like a trap of some kind. <laughs> I know who that man is. Go ahead. That's Mr. Feeney. What? That's all I know. I'm shocked. I don't know anything else. <laughs> you know about Mr. Feeney. I know he's a man. I know he's a teacher. And he is on... When the world. Whoa. All right, pack it up. Do we even need to do this episode? Let's leave. Leave have you... this planet. <laughs> Our work here is done. Time to blast off. Have you seen Boy Meets World? I'm sure that I've seen an episode of Boy Meets World, but I don't really... I don't really know anything about it. I was going to say, could you please give us a synopsis based on your extremely limited knowledge? It is a family-driven sitcom. Mr. Feeney is also there, and that's it. That's all you got. Oh, and there's someone named Topanga. Who yeah. names their kid Topanga? Okay. You know a lot about Boy Meets World. This White is amazing. White people and their names. This is, whoa. Uh, this is incredible, Kate. That's really all I got, I think. All right. Do you know that actor who plays Mr. Feeney? Carl Dean. Do you know what he, that? No. But do you know what else? He's, have you seen him in anything else? Have I seen him in anything else? You have, quite recently. Um, and uh, one of your favorite medical dramas... Is he on Grey's Anatomy? You remember he was Christina Yang's mentor when she moved to that other hospital and he was so old. <laughs> Spoilers for like 10 years ago on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Even though we just watched it recently for the first time, he died like mid-surgery or something, didn't he? <laughs> Tyler, I don't know. You have a better <laughs> memory of Grey's Anatomy than me. Remember Christina Yang, before she left the show, she left the <laughs> Seattle Grace Hospital. I don't know if it had been renamed yet into like main character hospital, but she, she was somewhere else and he was her old <laughs> decrepit mentor. He's been playing an old I, mentor figure for like 40 years. The guy is so old. I cannot believe your memory of Grey's Anatomy right now. <laughs> Write in if you would like to listen to a podcast where Tyler watches Grey's Anatomy because I think that there's something here, folks. All right, all right, all right. He's also the dad in The Graduate. Let's go way back. He's oh, Dustin plastics. Hoffman's dad. He's not the one who says plastics. That's like his dad's that friend. Band. But he's the dad. Wow, he's been old forever. He has been old forever. His name's William Daniels. That's going to be me, I think. Have you ever seen 1776, the musical? No. He is... Forget it, Kate. They showed it on a loop at Colonial Williamsburg, though. <laughs> Let me tell you. He was... There was only one channel at Colonial Williamsburg, <laughs> and it showed 1776, the musical. <laughs> and didn't you stay off-site? Weren't you in, like, a crappy motel yes. with your family? They see it off-site, they played it. All right, Kate. We're having too much fun before we've even gotten into it. What What is life other than to have fun and then just flame out in a blaze of glory? <laughs> All right. Well, after a long, happy life. Like Mr. Feeney? Yeah. We've, uh, is he dead now? In real life, no. Oh, my God. He's still alive? He's still around. Bless up, Carl Dean. What's his name? William Daniels. Bless up, William Daniels. All right. I've completely messed up the formatting here. Normally, I have to say, have you ever seen? And then I pause. There's a very pregnant pause. We play the theme song. So let's try it again, even though no, you already answered. No, we're not going to do that. Kate, have you ever seen? Boy Meets World. Maybe. <laughs> you might have seen some of it. Okay. So 
Boy Meets World aired on ABC in its original run from September 24th, 1993 to May 5th, 2000 as part of the TGIF block. Yes. Just yesterday, we were watching Family Matters. Probably a week ago for listeners, but for us, just yesterday. What a weekend you've had, Kate. It's wild. So you know that TGIF was a block of sitcoms, family sitcoms that ran every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m., 11 p.m. if you count 2020, which was the end, but I don't think that counts as TGIF, 2020. You'd have all these, like, touching, sometimes emotional sitcoms, and then it's like, 2020, this family murdered itself. TGIF, with that name, ran from 1989 to 2000, even though some of the shows started a little before that, but they weren't calling it TGIF yet. So we've seen Full House. We've seen Family Matters. We've also seen Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs was a TGIF show. Yeah, not the mama. The creator of Dinosaurs, one of the creators of Dinosaurs, co-created this as well. That's that's the connection. That mm. When Dinosaurs was ending, uh, ABC was like, hey, that was a big hit. You got anything else? And I mean, in a totally different turn of events. It's just dinosaurs, but with real people. Is it, that the pitch? I, I guess so. Boy Meets World had seven seasons and 158 episodes. The show takes place in an unnamed suburb of Philadelphia. That is not, they don't even make an effort to make it seem like a suburb of Philadelphia, though. You they've think never, it's like Jenkintown? Maybe. They've never revealed, it could be Delco. It could be Monco. It could be Bucks County. I don't know. It, they never reveal it. And I think we're going to watch and be like, this isn't Philadelphia. And it's about this boy. He's a middle school student at the start of the show. He goes all the way through high school. He goes to college. Oh, wow. They really get old because it was on for seven seasons. Thank God they let them get old, unlike uh, Jaleel White. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They tried to make him a forever Just, child. And it was not. He was like 30. A pillow baby. Yeah. So do you know who played? Corey Matthews. Some TV royalty here. Some uh, coming of age TV royalty. Ben Savage, Fred Savage's younger brother, Fred Savage of The Wonder Years. Oh. So Fred Savage had his, this is classic siblings, Fred Savage had his uh, very touching coming of age show, Mm -hmm. and then Ben Savage was like, I want to do that too, and his is much more, this is a three camera sitcom, laugh track, but they also age and have a lot of very special episodes. Does this technically make him a Nepo baby? Um, do siblings count? I'm using all my best vocabulary today. (laughs) I don't know if siblings count as a Nepo baby, because I don't know what their parents did. Mr. Feeney, as we said, was played by William Daniels. Tyler, why aren't you doing the right research? And, uh, William Daniels, he played John Adams in the Broadway and movie version of 1776. He also was the voice of Kit in Knight Rider, the car. He's got a great voice. He was also one of the TV doctors on St. Elsewhere. He's just, like, done a lot. He was even the president of the Screen Actors Guild from 1999 to 2001. Oh, good for him. He's had a long, uh, what's it called, life. (laughs) So, Joanne and Louis Savage, uh, I guess Louis was an industrial real estate broker and consultant. I don't know what his mom did. Once again... The achievements of women have been erased from the internet. I am upset about it. All right, Kate. Boy Meets World was created by Michael Jacobson. He's the one who worked on Dinosaurs and April Kelly. Jacobson, other than Dinosaurs, also co-created Charles in Charge and My Two Dads. So he had a lot of very successful sitcoms under his belt. April Kelly was a TV writer and she wrote a ton of the episodes of Mork and Mindy. She wrote like a lot of them. Interesting. Um, she also wrote some happy days. So like really successful sitcoms in both of their pasts. The two creators, the show Boy Meets World was a big hit. A lot of people watch this. Once it's run ended on ABC, it moved to the Disney Channel for forever. And I saw it on Disney Channel all the time. It was always playing in the like prime after school hours when I would get home. Got it. But for me, this was a little like the Wonder Years where in that episode, we talked about how the continuity is like cool, but annoying 
if you're not seeing every episode or you're, they're not playing them all in order, mm-hmm. Disney Channel also didn't air some of the more controversial episodes with very special messages Ooh. that they felt were too mature for the Disney Channel. Uh, so I'd watch this and it's like when they go to college, a lot of new cast members are introduced, you know? So it's sure. like you're bouncing around and it could be a little confusing. Now these two characters are married. It's like, what is going on here? Why is Mr. Feeney still here? The best part about Mr. Feeney is that in the first season, he's the sixth grade teacher, but he's like such a great actor and he's really like the co-star, him and Ben Savage, that they just wanted to keep him there. So he becomes the principal of the high school. He becomes the professor at their college and teaches like every subject. Like it becomes a joke in Mr. the Feeney. show. He's like the dean of the college basically by the end. You know, they like can't get rid of him. But this show, it's very funny. It's very goofy. Uh, it does touch on big issues. There's Running away from home episodes, child abuse episodes, uh, debating about losing your virginity episodes. They do it all here, you know. There's an ongoing romance, much like uh, Kevin Arnold and Winnie Cooper with Ben Savage's character and Topanga, played by Danielle Fischel. What a great name. Let's do it. And when I was a kid, really the character I liked was the older brother, Eric, played by Will Friedel, I think is how you say it. He becomes an absolute lunatic fool. Like they really, like he's kind of the Steve Urkel of this show. Mm -hmm. And they make him so silly. And he's like obsessed with Mr. Feeney. You'll see, it's really quite bizarre. Was it you? It's what I want it to be, especially with his hair in the mm-hmm. mid-season. You'll see. Don't protest too much, but we have to watch four episodes of what? this. <laughs> I only have a finite amount of life before I start looking like Mr. Fee for the next 40 years. Yeah, you can only hope. He's looked, he's looked the same forever. Because I really wanted to show you, just like we did this with Wonder Years a little bit too, you need to see kind of the spread sure. of how different the show gets. So we're going to start with a season one episode Season 1, Episode 4, Corey's Alternative Friends. Season 4, Episode 21, Cult Fiction. That's a very special episode about cults, the dangers of cults. I thought you might like that. (laughs) You just lit up. I wish we had video for that one moment. You looked so excited about a cult. See? Cults um, are fabulous. I'm, I love cults. I could watch anything about cults. I should just have a podcast about cults, I'm thinking. Maybe we should do a Grey's Anatomy slash cults podcast. Season 5, episode 24, Graduation. Mm-hmm. That's an important milestone, the sure. graduating high school. And season 7, episode 16, Seven the Hard Way. This is one of the most uh, famous, well-remembered episodes. Uh, and then we might watch a clip from the very end. Instead of watching the whole two-part finale, I think we just need to see the last moment to see how they wrap it up. Is it like the end of Six Feet Under? (laughs) I I wish. Everyone dies except Mr. Feeney. And Mr. Feeney lived forever. And then he returned to his home planet. He's just floating through space as the heat death of the universe takes everything. Um, uh, Only other thing I need to mention, they did, of course, do one of those uh, revival nostalgic shows from 2014 to 2017. It's called Girl Meets World. Uh, Corey Matthews is now a dad and a teacher at the school, and his daughter is the main character. And Mr. Feeney, his shambling... uh, (laughs) <laughs> they trot out like Mr. Feeney and the brother and you know everybody like gets a cameo just like How that 90s show. How old is this man? <laughs> I want to see a picture of him. I think I oh you want to see him now? You saw on Grey's Anatomy it was pretty here he is. This is this What's picture. What's his name? Uh, William Daniels. There he, he is. He looks pretty good. He looks okay. I mean he's he's 100. He is not 100. Here he is. Who's he with? Let's see how old he is, Tyler. And he's close to being 100. How old is he? He was born in 1927. Wow. So he's what, 96? Uh, 95. So. He's 95. Oh, did you see his Wikipedia picture? Look how young he looks, kind of. He does not look young at all. <laughs> he looks old in still. 1976. Oh my good God. What? He's been married to the same woman since 1951. Are you crying? Oh no. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> oh no. He's been married to actress and fellow Emmy Award winner Bonnie Bartlett 
Since 1951. It's the longest active Hollywood marriage. Oh. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Just, we, can we focus, please? We gotta start. You were just... Can we focus, please? <laughs> <laughs> you. Let's talk about his marriage. I'm going to let you try again, but this time I'll choose the teams. Mr. Hunter, you'll work with Mr. Minkus. Oh, no. And Mr. Matthews. Yeah, I'll hook up with Mr. Sullivan. No, no, that's worse. <laughs> you'll work with Ms. Lawrence. Topanga? <laughs> Give me your hand. <laughs> Why? I want to see if our energies converge. <laughs> He's vibrationally acceptable. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Mr. Freedy, may I approach the bench? Objection, Mr. Matthews. Can you be swayed on this? I'm Gibraltar. Why isn't anyone wearing a seatbelt? Okay, this is Corey and his best friend, Sean. The absolutely whacked out 90s fashion <laughs> that these two are wearing. The oversized t-shirt that goes down to basically your wrists, <laughs> coupled with the hoodie vest. Both of these boys are wearing it. Would you have known this is Fred Savage's brother? Yes, absolutely. See, I... When I learned that years later, I was like sh completely shook. This kid has much better hair. Oh, maybe he's got he's curly moosin'. hair. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's moosing and juicing. Does Sean have little dinosaurs on his yeah. shirt under his sleeveless hoodie? Mr. Feeney, after seeing a disastrous report from Sean and Corey, Corey is actually, I would say, for a 90s teacher doing something that's pretty progressive, saying, you know what, I'm going to give you a chance to resubmit this assignment. You know? But he's partnered them with someone different. And Corey is with Topanga. Topanga. The transplant from, like, hippie California. We can only assume. Future wife. So wait, I'm confused. They're they're in a cafeteria, a uh. 90s cafeteria. Is there a lunch line or are they just eating out of this vending machine? <laughs> they all appear to be going to the vending machine. I think we can't see the lunch line. Got it. I think it's off screen. See, there's trays, there's tray return. This school cafeteria does look appropriately dingy, yeah. which is nice. Sean's center part. It could not be any more emphasized. Some of these kid actors are actually pretty good. I'm not I'm not too mad about it. It's a pretty well cast show. Yeah. For a show like this to last seven years. Oh, he's got his Phillies hat. Don't forget, we're near Philadelphia. All right, so the B-plot of this episode is Corey is concerned that his hair is too curly, so they're going to be straightening it. Because he heard some, he overheard some cool girls talking about another boy's bad curly hair. There's a lot of the, like, 90s kids being interested in environmentalism running mm -hmm. through this episode, too. Oh, okay, so I, I get it now. What? The older brother, he's like the heartthrob, like, oh, he's so attractive. Yeah, that's kind of his role here. But he's going to become extremely clownish. This mom's trying to do the most here. <laughs> he's straightened his hair with some kind of chemical process. Everyone's laughing at him. And Topang is like, whatever, do your thing. This is my kind of table with these weird kids. We got a kid wearing a Dracula cape. We got a kid listening to what I can only assume. Oh, no, he's playing a keyboard. <laughs> his um, headphones, yeah. He's got his massive keyboard. headphones on. We got a kid eating tofu and we got Topang. I love that one kid is at the weird kid table just because he's eating tofu. I'm here for it. That one girl, though, she just is wearing uh, denim overalls. What? What's so weird about her? <laughs> Would you have been sitting at oh, this table? 100%. percent just talking about what they watch after school on TV. They're like, Crossfire, anything with Angela Lansbury. Tyler, I was sitting at this table. 
Maybe Mrs. Rosemead wants to retire. Has anyone considered? Yeah, they have a petition to not fire Mrs. Rosemead. But now they're taking some kind of collective action, like some kind of, they've handcuffed themselves to the lockers and are forming some kind of kid blockade. This is amazing. She's been working in the li- as a librarian for 40 years. She definitely wants to retire. Just let Mrs. Rosemead go. They let probably, her collect her pension. Yeah, they probably still had a really good pension system yeah. at this time. This is a public school. She was probably making more from her pension than she was in her salary somehow. <laughs> Explain that, peasers. Ah, Katie's classic wide appeal peasers jokes. Now this is a great twist. Much better than um, Winnie Cooper and Kevin Arnold's Absolutely. weird grief first kiss. And uh, Topanga's the one who kind of forced, not that anyone should force a kiss on anyone, but the fact that it was Topanga kind of leading that was uh, nice. It begins. Oh no. Surely now they must get married. John, how could you be in here? How could you screw up on your bike? I have never seen you screw up on anything. I'm the screw up, remember? Come on, you remember. Don't do this to me, John. I don't do alone real good. I want to see that episode with Mr. Feeney on a roller coaster they show a clip from in the intro. Don't take your teacher on a roller coaster. <laughs> I've been on a roller coaster with one of my teachers. Don't do it. It was on, like, uh, seniors go to the amusement park day. So it appears that their high school teacher, Mr. Turner, at some point had to briefly adopt Sean because of his troubled home life. Do any teachers have boundaries in media? <laughs> Television. What was the last one? Oh, Miss Honey. He's just the male oh, Miss Honey. That's right. Quit adopting your kids. That's right. I don't know that I'd believe that Flower Child Topanga wants to go to Penn State. No, I don't think so. They kind of got rid of that. They 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 eased her out of that characterization. Yeah. How has this cult infiltrated their high school? Is this how it works? Oh no, it's a honeypot. So Sean was getting lectured by his teacher about like, why don't you have a plan for the rest of your life? And then he got honeypotted by this other high schooler who brought him somewhere called the center. This is very confusing. (laughs) Is this what 90s thought that cults were? What is this, like a cult for kids? Okay, so maybe this was a very like, quote, timely episode, right? Yeah, isn't like Heaven's Gate. We're just coming off the satanic panic, Mm. you know? 2020 is still, I'm sure, doing episodes about like, satanic ritual abuse and like cult abuse and heaven's gate heaven's gates what 1998 yeah it's like ongoing at this time gtfo sean he realized it's a cult he just said oh is this a cult i mean sean probably is prime for recruitment for recruitment into a cult Mm -hmm. just based on the brief amount of exposition we got of his parents are like maybe not in such a good place his teacher had to be his guardian for a hot minute he got talked into it real quick after being like this is a cult i should leave they're like i don't know here's a soda Ben Savage got a lot older looking, but what's his name? Ryder Strong is the Ryder actor. Strong. Uh, Sean did not get any older looking <laughs> in the intervening seasons between season one and season okay, four. four. Everybody ages at a different pace. Yeah, I'm aging in reverse. I'm Benjamin Buttonin. Wait till you see Mr. Feeney. He might not be in this episode. He might have t- taken the day off. There's like no jokes in this episode. No. It's completely humorless. Is his teacher wearing a dress shirt, a tie, jeans, and cowboy boots? Yeah, it's how Who you know. Who does this man want to be? He's, uh, he's casual but caring. Why is this teacher having this one-on-one conversation with Sean about his concerns over the cult? Why is there not a counselor here? Why are his neglectful parents not on the call? Also, the one computer in the corner of the classroom. Very realistic for the era. What is this teacher's accent? 
Is he like South Philly? He's I not. Can't tell. It's not Philly. There's a lot of like shoulder grabbing for a closed door meeting with a kid, and I don't like it. I just love this like weird saxophone interlude that comes in every once in a while. It's like boo doo doo doo. After Sean goes, I don't know who I am anymore. John calling his teacher by his first name. Okay, so here's Eric, still a heartthrob. He's kind of got like helmet hair. His hair is much longer now. He is working a, a solid curtain bang though, you know? Am I wrong to say this cult doesn't seem that dangerous to me? Like it's not great, but... Maybe they're going to reveal something very dangerous. Okay. Like they're all about to get a pair of new Nikes. Maybe they should have like brought an adult. Maybe they should have brought Mr. Feeney. I don't That's know. That's true. So Corey and Eric have come to confront Sean and Eric, save him. Eric, I guess, is a legal adult. He definitely is, yeah. But they've made him so silly, he's not very useful. I just wonder, like, is there a monetary component? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, is this just supposed to be Scientology? That's possible. Because this is a show made in Los Angeles in the 90s. Yeah, Mr. Feeney. Is Why Mr. Are you Feeney here? their neighbor? I guess. He might be. I think he is. I think he moved in next door. Oh, look, Mr. Feeney revealing that he's been trying to get the center shut down for years. Okay. Corey has finally talked to an adult, and they were like, all right, maybe we should go get him. Mr. Feeney's like, all right, I'm coming with you. Mr. Feeney, no one asked. <laughs> he Just sit at home. Hopped I'm tired. over their gate, basically. Okay, it is getting alarming. The leader of the cult wants Sean to stay overnight there. Sean, it's me, your over-involved principal. All right, so Mr. Feeney is now trying to deprogram Sean. <laughs> but he left because his yeah. phone rang. He's off the clock. He lives so close, he could hear his phone ringing. It's a very loud phone, in fairness. Like many, <laughs> many older, older folks that I know. The ring is supersonic. Why can't Mr. Feeney drive himself? Does he have a DUI? Okay, so the teacher, Mr. Turner, has been in a motorcycle accident. Mr. Feeney was alerted because, what, is he his next of kin or something? It's possible. Mr. Turner doesn't seem like he has a lot of positive connections. And then, yeah, he made the Matthews drive him to the hospital. Well, it's just to keep the gang together. Uh, I think you're right. That's you actually know? a good point. It's a plot device. Do you think Mr. Turner did this on purpose to uh, get Sean to snap out of it? Oh, no. Sean's brought the cult leader to the hospital. Oh, I think Mr. Feeney's going to get into a fight with Mr. Mac. I can't wait. Like fist fight. Yeah. The cult won't even take the older brother. What's his name? Eric. Eric yeah. The well, cult said, won't even take Eric. They said they thought he was just in it for the hugs. Yeah, look, they gotta hold him back. They're holding Feeney back. I like Mr. Feeney's energy. Small, <laughs> loves to fight. Hmm. Who does Mr. Feeney remind you of? <laughs> won't leave me alone. <laughs> Refuses to retire. Uh-oh. Now we got the daddy fighting. I think the Matthews adopt Sean at some point, too. Yeah. He gets really, like, adopted by every adult in this show. Maybe Mr. Feeney was too upset to drive. Look at that teacher's hammer toes. I mean, not one joke. No. Except Eric being a, a sex pest or whatever. <laughs> now we're going to lock you in here with your teacher who's in a coma. Enjoy your trauma. They're really asking a lot of these kids, these actors. They're doing okay. They're doing, they're doing all right. They're doing fine. They're trying. It's just wild because like a lot of episodes of this show are just like jokes nonstop. Yeah. They really yo-yo. Are you crying? No, I'm not. Are, are you, you crying a little? Is it getting you at all? No. No. And I don't think if we had watched more, it would get us. I think this is a bit overwrought. I'm sure it's important. This probably helped kids. Hey, anybody who's really traumatized out there and watched Boy Meets World in the 90s, did this help you? Let us know. Right in. Also, hopefully you're in therapy. Oh, he's screaming at God now. Somehow that center part is a straight line to the Lord. Should maybe an adult be in here with Sean? Probably. Where there are the adults? Mr. Turner. Oh my God, Mr. Turner's in a coma. He cannot afford to be out on disability like this. He is a public school teacher. Oh, oh. His nope. hand's moving. His bloodied, scraped hand, it, it reacted. Wow. Wow, that's the end of the episode? Yeah. Through the power of a totally appropriate educator-student relationship. <laughs> Completely, totally good boundaries. He was brought back. Not. 
So he's deprogrammed now because yeah. he had a, a tete-a-tete with God. Actually, it was his coma teacher. <laughs> Mr. Turner can't stop teaching, even in a coma. Can't stop educating. Always be educating. A-B-E. All right, look. Sean came out. He rejected the cult leader. Mr. Feeney is thrilled, and he just really resisted the urge to punch that guy. <laughs> okay, Mr. Feeney, you are not retiring. You're not going anywhere. However, I must learn to close my window. <laughs> You are going to live in that house next to my parents until you die or until I die, whichever one comes first. Although, you know, it'll probably be you because you're like, what, 80? Get out. Okay. Hey, Topanga. Oh, a different intro. This is like very Beach Boys. Hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. Who's that kid? Okay, so these are the college years. I think his name is Jack on the show. He's one of the Lawrence brothers. The Lawrence brothers have been on the periphery of this podcast. Okay, so are we in college now? No, no, no. I'm sorry. We're not in the college years yet for Corey. The older brothers in college, our main cast are graduating high school in this episode. So are they at John Adams High School, a.k.a. Uh, oh, the, yes. the character played by Mr. Feeney in 1776, the musical? Great catch. I just, we're, it's Feeney's cinematic universe and we're all living in it. <laughs> I'm here for it. What is Sean's neck chain? Minkus has returned. They're doing a little meta humor. Oh, good. Mr. Turner survived. Yeah. We got a little joke about Mr. Turner. Good. Because they left that hanging at the end of that episode. They really did. It's the week before graduation, but Sean will not sign Corey's yearbook with something meaningful. So Topanga has been admitted to Yale. It is the week of graduation. <laughs> and she's like, mm, I'm thinking I'm not going to go to Yale. I think I'm going to go to Pembroke with you. Mm-hmm. Any ounce of respect I had for Topanga? Evaporated. Well, look, Corey doesn't want her to follow him to Pembroke. I think he secretly does, but at least he's not doing a Kevin Arnold trying to talk her into not going to Yale. Sean's obviously having a real tough time here. Sean may need a supportive adult. Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner's a shambling corpse. Why is Mr. Feeney teaching their class? Yeah, I thought he was the principal, but... I love Mr. Feeney's energy. He just walked in and was like, welcome to a final week of class, everyone. And everyone was like, boo. And he was like, shut up. I am also tired. It appears that they're, like, living in a garage of some kind. They have, like, a cool, you know, exposed brick apartment with a lot of art leaning against the walls but not mounted or hung. Okay, Jack is Sean's half-brother who first appeared in season five. And Eric is on a mission to, what, stop Feeney? Is Feeney retiring? It's possible. Unclear. I guess moving up to the college level. Eric has a harpoon gun. Maybe we should have had this conversation somewhere other than the school hallway. But <laughs> During the week of graduation. I am, I am happy with it. Topanga just said, all right, I'm going to go to Yale. Thank you for being supportive, Look Corey. Those little chick chicks. <laughs> yeah, he has released chickens as his senior prank. Uh-oh, the serious music. We got Feeney packing up. Yeah, so Feeney is, is definitely retiring as principal and teacher. How underfunded is this school that he has to teach their class and be the principal? They're in the suburbs. Mr. Feeney is off the clock. Just stop bothering him. <laughs> How much more advice could he possibly give out before he just runs out and dies? All right, here we go. Finally, a break from this serious talk about what school to go to. Why is this young man so obsessed with Mr. Feeney? I'm confused. It's bizarre. I mean, he literally is in a like a SEAL Team 6 like <laughs> stealth suit sneaking into his office. I think it's supposed to be touching. Yeah, they're really laying it on thick but here. Mr. Feeney is literally saying like, I can't possibly work another year. You are the greatest students ever. The kids in this school sure do a lot of, like, sitting on the ground and yeah. contemplating their sadness. Yeah, it's dirty. Class of 98. This is the most realistic graduation look when, like, a boy has hair that's, like, 
kind of in between long and short and you have to like slick it down to put the cap on and it does not look good <laughs> poor sean all right so sean has had a complete emotional catharsis based on his last four years in the last two days so now eric is singing to sir with love mm-hmm. i'm confused you, you chuckled i did we all heard it eric matthews got you to chuckle he did He's now laying in Mr. Feeney's lap, singing to him. I don't know if we're going to hear him scream Feeney. What? I don't know if he does that in this one. This one bit joke devolves to Eric Matthews just screaming, Feeney! All the time. That's what I remember from this show. No, girl. No, girl. Topanga, what are you doing? She's proposed. Uh, Topanga, no. Topanga was like, all right, Mr. Feeney said I should go to Yale unless I have a really good reason not to. And he, and Corey Matthews is like, nope, you don't, you don't got one. Get out of here, girl. <laughs> Even he was trying. And then she was like, ooh, will you marry me? No. In character for her because she did initiate their first kiss. All go right. to different schools, my dudes. You can still get married. It's true. You can still have a successful podcast. We knew each other in high school and we went to different colleges. Very Hell yeah, pointedly. we did. And here we are. Yeah. We're married. Eric? No, not Eric. Not anymore. Okay, what is your name now? My name is Plays with Squirrels. Perfect. Even more insane. Insane? If giving away all your worldly possessions, renouncing society, and learning how to purify and drink your own urine is insane, well... Mm, yes, color me insane. Okay, Kate, we're in season seven now, the final season. Probably shouldn't have all gone to college together. So this is a this is a part two, it seems, and they've all been fighting. All the friends are mad at each other. Yeah. And of course, here's Mr. Feeney to help mediate because he never leaves their lives. I think Mr. Feeney kidnapped these people. He's holding them hostage. He's holding against them against their, their will. will. Mr. What? Feeney's gone over the edge. He's locked them in a room until they sort this out. Yeah, when your sixth grade teacher follows you to college and then locks you in a room, it's not a good thing. This Lawrence brother looks like he's part wolf. Doesn't he? He looks like a werewolf. Oh yeah, Corey and Topanga are married. Why? They have their whole lives to get married. Here's Rachel. Who knows how long she's been here. Ready (laughs) to talk about her feelings. This is a redheaded girl from the intro. Don't prevent people from leaving. I really think that maybe everyone here should just be in therapy, right? Sean has incredible unexplained trauma. Right? Corey and Topanga should maybe be in couples therapy to learn how to communicate like adults. And we'll throw Eric in there. He should probably be in therapy. He's fixated on his sixth grade teacher and won't let anyone leave this room. Yeah, he's just doing Mr. Feeney's bidding here. Thank God Mr. Feeney doesn't have, like, a family at home waiting for him to get home from this day. Is Sean wearing one or two shirts? That is the quintessential question of the late 90s, early 2000s. I believe it's one shirt. Okay. That is printed to look like two shirts. (laughs) Topanga probably should have gone to Yale. Yeah. Maybe they all should have gone to different colleges. Just saying. It's important to have your own friends. What? There's been a time skip. Oh, thank God it's a retirement, not a funeral for Mr. Feeney. So wait, this is a... What? We did a time skip. It's 2006. Jumping into 2006. What year is it supposed to be? 2000, maybe? Okay. How long did it say Mr. Feeney was working? 1964 to 2006 on that banner? Whoa. All right, so we're imagining what it might be like in 2006 if they don't fix their friendships. Yep. (sighs) All right, so the moral is we have to nurture our friendships so we can live forever, just like that Harvard happiness study. Guys, they're in their late 20s. Calm down, right? In this scenario, they don't have to have it all figured out. 
We can tell that Sean has aged because he has a goatee now, and he's wearing some kind of leather duster, which I'm shocked they allowed him to wear after Columbine. Some people, they made the bear attempt. They gave Corey glasses. Yep, Sean, and he's wearing a, a tie. A goatee. Everybody else, they haven't done much. Mr. Yeah. Feeney, which very realistically, as we've seen, looks exactly the same. Yeah, Mr. Feeney's looked the same since the <laughs> mid-90s, Tyler. Okay, cell phones exist. This is a very long, extended, flash-forward, hypothetical scene where they all haven't talked in seven years. Who is this man? This is Eric. Oh, no. All right, so Eric has showed up to this long, extended, hypothetical scene with an extremely long beard, and he looks like he's like potentially a shepherd of some kind. All right, I think we've jumped the shark somewhere <laughs> in between. I think maybe it was the Cory and Topanga marriage. How can the audience take this seriously? They're like, oh, back to present day. Oh, that, that's how you know we went back to present day. It rippled a little bit, <laughs> the screen. Did they all just have a group hallucination or what? I have mixed feelings about the message of this episode because like... It's... It's okay to grow apart yes, from your friends. Absolutely. It's a very natural part of growing es up. Especially if these are your friends that you had from childhood. You might be headed in completely different directions. And it's okay to set that boundary. And Eric Matthews' profound thing he wrote down was, lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. Like, no, you, you might lose a friend here and there. That's okay. And have an awkward get-together at your eternal teacher's graduation. Retirement, baby. Retirement. <laughs> this was it. They solved their problem. Now they're all hugging in a pile on the ground. So they've solved this by all dogpiling on each other. It doesn't look comfortable. No. The actors in this scene don't look comfortable. No. Please tell me Mr. Feeney's getting in this pile. Like, what if someone from the college walked in and they saw Mr. Feeney here sitting in his chair presiding over this pile of students? It's just too oh, weird. screaming Feeney. All right, that was not good. That no, was that not a good episode. All right, all right, is can, that it? You want to see how it all ends? Here we go. This is the end of episode 23, Brave New World, part two. It's a two-parter. Okay. Let's just jump to the final moments. I love you all. Mr. Feeney, go home. Why would you ask him? He should have been retired ages ago. He's like, no, I have nothing left to teach you. Please go away. Stop hounding me. Let me retire and live in peace. Oh boy, they're really trying to lay it on thick here. The brother's like, tell us you love us, Mr. Feeney. And he's like, if there's one thing I've taught you, it's that there's a line between teacher and student. You have not. You live in their home. You followed them to college. You hang out with them all the time. They're always dogpiling around on the floor. No. Mr. Feeney doesn't have any professional boundaries, and I can't respect that. They're demanding he tell them that he loves them, and he won't do it. I do like that, though. He's like, I surely will not tell you that I love you. Look at his tentative hug. There, there. Shouldn't these adults find other adult friends rather than their teacher? <laughs> this is stupid. Oh! It got you! <laughs> it did! <laughs> Good. Shut up. It was Sean going up, Sean Hunter. Oh, no, this one I don't care about. So at least Corey and Topanga are moving to New York. Get out of here. Get out of Jenkintown or wherever it is the f*** you're living. <laughs> well, it did make you cry there at the end. Oh my god, one minute of it did. I didn't care about any of these kids. <laughs> when that troubled youth said that uh, Mr. Feeney never gave up on him and he won't forget him. Really gotcha. Got the waterworks going. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> All right, what'd you think? Go back um, to the beginning. I liked the beginning episodes, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, as someone who was like the same, we were the same age as these kids almost, you know, like pretty close. 
Yeah, they're just they're a little older. They're than a little us, but older when, than us. When it was airing on Disney Channel, yeah, and reruns, sure. The outfits were really great. I liked when Sean got taken by that cult, and then his <laughs> teacher had to fight the cult leader. That was good. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. I I don't want to see Corey and Topanga end up together. I want them to go their separate ways and lead fulfilling lives away from each other. <laughs> Is that bad? For someone who married her high school sweetheart, you're always very anti uh, high school sweethearts staying together in these shows. Is this a, a Freudian? Uh, no, uh... <laughs> I don't think so. I would say statistically, we're the exception, not the rule. Oh. You know. But and we did not go to the same college. We did not. It's a relevant piece of information. We really made an effort not to. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's such an interesting example for a show from this era to have those two get married. At like 19. Yeah, it's high school. You know? Just graduated from high school. Let's look at Topanga's wedding dress. Let's see how uh, early 2000s Oh, that did they was. do a wedding? I'm sure they... There must have been a wedding episode. Good point. Sorry, we couldn't have watched it all. I guess we should have. Here's a little clip of them at their wedding. What do you think of her dress? Pretty early 2000s. It's pretty intense. <laughs> you describe it. Uh, there's a lot of lace. There's a lot of satin. There's a big old veil. Are they getting married on the set of The Nanny? Look at it. Hold on. <laughs> you think this is the Sheffield's mansion? I think this is the Sheffield's mansion. <laughs> let, let us let us pan out a little bit. It's very similar. I thought the actors, the kid actors, were funnier in that first episode yeah. than they were yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. I think so. I thought they were great. What do you think of Eric Matthews' transformation from heartthrob to uh, cartoon to character? Um, yeah. I'm always uh, excited for someone to get a little weird, <laughs> you know? Well, you're in luck because we're going to see that actor uh, some more down the line here on this podcast. I figured it was only right to see him on his breakout role on Boy Meets World before we see my date with the president's daughter or anything like that. So he'll be back. All right, any final thoughts here, Kate? Would you watch this? No, I don't think so. You have no desire. There's I just spoiled so the much, ending anyway. There's just so much good television out there. Yeah, you have no and interest in doing a deep dive on no. Boy Meets World, huh? No. Yeah, I mean, this is, really. like, not really it. If anything, I, it makes me want to watch, like, the first season, but it's about it. I'm, I'm with you. I have no desire to watch more. This is a show I always wondered if I'd want to see more of, but this settled it for me. Not really. All right, Kate. I'm also sad that Topanga is so much less crunchy here. Like, I know. She's so weird and crunchy in the beginning, and then they really just wrote that right out of her character. Sure did. Tune in next week, guys. Uh, tell us what to watch. Send us an email, notstalgia.awl.com. Find us on social media. Go to www.notstalgia.org. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Every day on Boy Meets World. You can learn some of life's basics, like communication. Have you ever heard the expression, ah! Uh, ah! What? Fashion. I don't want to talk about it, okay? Oh, I do. You took that out of my closet. And of course, dating. I got a lot of other things in my mind besides girls. Girl. Girl, right there. Get yourself some basic training for life. I am excited uh, and I'm ready to rock you. All right. On Boy Meets World. Every day. Right here. Only, only on Disney. Disney.